All right, we're live here on Wisdom. We're live on Yergs Radio. That's Y E R G Z. We have a show we call This Week in Outrage, where we talk about various things that happened this week in the news and the memes, whatnot, and uh, kind of see what's going on. I'm here with Lisa. Hi, babe. Hey. So, how was your week? Uh, it went by fast. Yeah. <laughs> this next was week's it, gonna go by this, faster. Was this the short week with the holiday or no? I can't remember now. It's like that's how that's how these weeks. Are I like. think I think it was. I is this know. a short week? I can't remember now. Yeah. So I have a, I put a few things on my list to talk about, but um, last week I kind of dominated things. So I don't know. You want you want to kick it off? Kick us off, or you want to chat a little before we get started? Well, we could chat a little or chat a little bit or kick it off. You were asking me a little bit before about you know the outrage and and um, our addiction to outrage and how this whole thing started within our. Um, Within our life, uh, uh-huh. all these. So, how actually you started down this path of research, which turned into a podcast, which turned into um, why we couldn't wait to talk to each other at the end of every day or at the end of a couple of days it was because we were so addicted to the outrage. Mm-hmm. So, um, finding an uh, outlet for our. our uh, Displeasure with the news <laughs> actually turned into a uh, hobby for you, or is it a hobby, or is it a? Uh, about the other other podcast? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, passion project, I guess. Yeah, passion project, right? I mean, you actually have put so much, incredibly, so much work into it, um, and so much actual research, not just opinion. In fact, that shows very little opinion. This show here, all opinion. <laughs> yeah. All opinion. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It's just our opinion. Yeah. So the show Lisa talk about is a show called Outrage Overload. It's a podcast um, where I talk to scientists, researchers, authors, kind of about outrage in society, outrage in politics. Kind of, It's kind of a meta podcast where we sort of talk about the science of all that and then how to lower the temperature. And we go kind of find ways to see if we, how to lower the temperature. Both kind of your personal temperature, just kind of being less stressed out, and then are there larger things out there that you know can improve some of these some of the situation? So, so that's a pretty serious podcast, and this one is is uh, sort of the opposite of that. We uh, we do some research, but we, we mostly just chat and like Lisa. Says, are you kidding? We're headline people. <laughs> yeah, we're headline people, and for this show, well, we're headline. People. Well, yeah. I'm a headline person. You're you're not anymore, but that's why I. But you've always kind of been a little bit more in depth for it. But that's why I always bring headlines to you and go, "What the? What the? What's this? And yeah, what's all this about? Yeah, what's this then? What's this then? No, <laughs> no, sorry, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a couple things happened this week. You know, um, you, I was kind of um, when you were telling me that uh, Bobert's going to run for a different district, and I was like, "How? How does that work? Did that send you down a rabbit hole?" It, no, it didn't send me down a rabbit hole, but there, um, so she had her first um, encounter with everybody, her first- Like a town hall sort town of thing? Town hall, yeah. It did not go well. It did not go well? No. I didn't see anything about it? No. It was, um, yeah, it was uh, not um, not happy for oh. her. Oh, I guess also I forgot, even though it's still dry. Oh, we're still dry. dry. February, but cheers. Like, still cheers. Cheers with your coffee and yeah, um, yeah. No, it didn't go well at all. Um, 
and uh, my um, notepad died. No, no, no. It's one woman <laughs> that's reporter. Um, this re- this is um, this uh, Twitter X Twitter page that I'm reading is um, from a group called Republicans Against Trump. So that may have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But it says Lauren, Berber, uh, Lauren Bobert met GOP voters in her new district, and it got ugly. And one woman just stood up and yelled at her. I don't appreciate, as a Christian, people saying they're Christian to get your vote than turning out to be a low life. <laughs> and now I just kind of think of her as a low life. So, um, yeah, so actually she cut things short and head out, head out and didn't talk to her people much because she um, posted a, uh, <laughs> she, I, I can't believe she posted this. She says, I am a Christian, so they may try to drive me to my knees, but that's where I'm my strongest. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, that is a meme waiting to happen. Right. And. Uh, you, well, especially uh, with her history, right? Yes. 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 So. Um, I just, I'm just, uh, why is she still in our lives? Well, I mean, it's these red districts, right? I mean, they may not like her, but if they don't have a Republican alternative, she'll still win. Yeah. Although she almost lost in a very red district last time. Right. So I guess, you know, I say that, but I guess it's not 100% true. Right. But are you know? I just I. She's and then um, there's a whole bunch of problems with GoFundMe. Um, you were telling me about that. Yeah. So what I was telling you is that several um, organizations immediately put after the um, ruling on uh, Trump's fraud case came out and how much money he owed. The, Several organizations came up with uh, GoFundMe accounts to raise the money to pay for this. Mm-hmm. Which, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So then there are other organizations who <laughs> said, you got to take these GoFundMe down because they're bogus. They're bogus GoFundMes. It's not for a charitable organization. It's not for anybody who needs money. This is just BS. It goes against everything GoFundMe stands for so you have to take these down and um they won't take them down uh, because <laughs> the guy the vp of gofundme used to work for trump in his first administration mm-hmm. i don't Jaylen know Jalen drevin i don't know but he's on know, the executive team and so uh um uh, of, of a gofundme yeah, but it's a problem for somebody like a GoFundMe because once you start deciding what can and can't be there on those kind of lines. But they have they have regulations. They have guidelines. Right. And they have rules. Right. And you and, think these violate those rules. Well, that's what I read. That's mm-hmm. what the headline said. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it's a tough. It's. It, it, I mean, yeah, they, they're a private company. And it's not like there's First Amendment issues. They're a private company. They sort of do what they want. But they have to have. It, it works better. At least they're less likely to get sued. If they do have some rules and reason for it, if, for deciding what can be on there, what can I, I don't know the rules that much because I thought 
It seems like GoFundMe has all kinds of crazy things on there. And it doesn't oh, have to be they, a charity. They, yes, it can be do. anything. Yes. You can raise money because, like, I want a new bike. You mean I had to buy my own iPad? I could have gone on to GoFundMe? <laughs> Could have, yeah. I, I think I so. I mean, I think you can kind of go on, put anything you want on there. I, you know, I, but so, yeah, I don't know for sure. They're, I'm sure they have rules and limits, obviously. And it's, they're not going to let you sell something illegal and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know all their rules. But if the, if the rules have weird political stuff, I mean, that's gonna that's got its own sort of challenges, too. Unless they're sort of going out there and saying, hey, we're the, you know, Republican money raiser or we're the Democratic money raiser. You know, sort of explicitly, that would be a little weird to have rules like that in a, in a service. But yeah, I don't. So yeah, I don't know the details, but that's interesting. So now people are sort of saying boycott GoFundMe, probably right? Yeah, I'm, that's what always happens. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is a lot of put your money where you know your your ideology is, and and I, I can appreciate that. Like, okay, I get it. I mean, that's not a. There are worse ways for sort of civil actions right i mean people say it's cancel culture or whatever but you know if it's really what you stand for and you think that that company does it then that's you know that's a reasonable thing i i can see that i can support that um i mean yeah i mean it, it can be hard too because some of these companies might have policies you don't like and yet they're really like they have services you do like <laughs> even if their policies aren't good so it could be it could be inconvenient to stop using some of these services like amazon and things like that right mm-hmm like if you were kind of against a lot of aspects of Amazon, you know, whether it's, you know, employee, um, uh, you know, treatment of employees or whatever, getting off Amazon is a pretty big commitment, <laughs> especially if you're a prime member and all that, right? Because there's a lot of inertia there. Yeah. No no prime movies, no prime shipping. Uh, what else does prime have? And they have a lot of other stuff. So you don't get any of that stuff. And then, you know, and then you got you also don't get sort of that one-stop shop on Amazon, right? Which is like a to me, Amazon is like a, a the magical toy store that you managed that you imagined as a kid, where there was just sort of a guy at the counter and you went in and anything you want, any weird thing. Like I want a, you know, red truck with one broken wheel and uh, you know, and the guy goes in the back and gets it. Right, <laughs> Amazon's kind of like that. Like they just have everything anyone would ever want. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh. Like Willy Wonka, it's all every, that store is all beautiful and lighting and yeah, yeah. So do you know that Apple says not to put your phone in a bag of rice? They put out an official warning. Well, what am I going to do with my uh, container of, of rice. phone rice? <laughs> I know we got exactly. So yeah, they say it could damage the phone, but and they say it's a myth and it works. But I'm, I swear it's worked for us a few times. So yeah. But if you if your phone goes for a swirly. Turn it off. Uh, let's see. What's it say? Wipe the phone dry with paper towels or a soft cloth. Gently shake the device, not too hard. Um, remove the SIM card and use like one of those compressed air thingies to blow uh, into the ports. Um, and then dry it out in front of a fan, but not a heat fan because you don't want it to get hot. And then you put it in instead those silica gel packet things. Oh, I do have a whole jar of those. You kept saying, what do you keep in those for? And I well, go, now oh, we know. Now we know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw the rice out, put the silica gel packs in there. <laughs> so I could just take my change my container to silica gel uh, phone, silica gel packs. And they say, wait, at least five hours 
after the phone appears dry before trying to plug it in again or turn it on. We, we've waited a lot longer than that. We also haven't waited at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not outraged at that, but you know what? I did get, okay. <sighs> I spent, uh, what was it, yesterday? Not yesterday, I'm sorry. Thursday is when we landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I spent <laughs> Thursday listening to that whole thing. And um, on on CNN, I don't know why I chose CNN to listen to this, but uh, I was laughing out loud and people at my work are looking at me going, what are you laughing at? <laughs> you know, we just landed on the moon. They're like, what? But so CNN in their infamous wisdom <laughs> decided that, because they did this, I think it was um, uh, Wolf Blitzer. And they so they thought, okay, so who can we talk to during the fo- during the oh, landing? No. Oh no, who did they talk to? <laughs> <laughs> so they had some space guy and William Shatner. Oh God! <laughs> because, because why? Why wouldn't you have William Shatner? Because like. They said that oh well he's he's been in space, well he's been in one of those things right. where it's just gone right outside the atmosphere, right, and come right back, come right back, right. <laughs> They're like they could, he was in space for eight years on the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was gonna turn it off, and I went, wait, what? Okay, I'm in on this. And then you know there was, uh, of course, there was a hiccup getting um, the Odie. Odie is the name of the uh, uh, well, it's o- Od- Odysseus. Odysseus, I think, right? yeah. But we call it Odie. Oh, uh, it's Odie for short. Yeah. Okay. It's the first time we've landed on the moon since 1972. Even though this is an unmanned, it's also uh, a private sector. It's not. NASA. It's, uh, it, uh, no, it's private sector, but it's funded by NASA. Okay. And NASA paid them to do this, so don't tell me this. That's what they go. Oh, this is private sector. Um, Everybody says it's private sector. It yeah. is, but NASA paid for it. Well, it includes about 120 million in NASA materials meant in part to lay the groundwork for a human visit in 2026. NASA funded this. Okay. Okay. Wolf Blitzer, William Shatner told me. All right. <laughs> but Wolf Blitzer told me too. All right. But um, so it's kind of a big deal because it seems like we can't get any of our shit together to do anything but anymore anymore right but so um and actually if war is going to take place in um space what happens if they do blow up the moon on, in a war why and how would they blow up the moon in a war why? well this is what i'm saying if, if war is going to move to space uh-huh you know which i means that they're going to try to knock out satellites and and stuff but i mean the moon is a good place good spot to land to Kind of work your magic down towards Earth, right? It seems like it's kind of far away. I'm kind of okay. I'm just thinking, what is what is Russia and the U.S. going to do? And I thought, well, they're going to have their little rock'em sock'em <laughs> robot <laughs> fight on on the moon. But um, I just feel like there's this delicate balance to this universe, and if we actually blow up the moon, what would happen? It wouldn't be good, I don't think. Yeah, because they just spread all those particles all over, and they're going to go all over the place. Well, not only that, but do, would it ruin? Would it change our orbit? It's going to have an impact on on. Yeah, it'll have an impact on it for sure. It's a it's a mass. Yeah, yeah. It's impacting how yeah. we. But 
So there were many, many, okay, back to the actual landing. So there were so many funny things that happened during this landing where they said, okay, you know, there was a, there was a problem. They couldn't get some thruster to work or whatever. They couldn't get, I don't know, they could get something to work. So they had to figure out if they were even going to be able to land. So CNN's on here and they got the, oh yeah, we're going to land. It's going to land in exactly two minutes, 30 seconds. So two minutes, 40 seconds go by. We didn't land. They go, oh, they're recalculating the time. They got the calculations wrong. (laughs) And I'm thinking like of every, they said, this is the last day on earth. Oh, we got the calculations wrong. (laughs) So, but we did finally land. But you could hear the guys in the back going, we've got good thrust control. (laughs) We've got good thrust. Like three times they said that. I'm like, oh, stop, stop. You're killing me. But anyway, so uh, that was enjoyable for me. It didn't outrage. It outraged me when they said we're bringing William Shatner on. Uh, And he was such a pompous fucking ass. He was going on and going. He's always like that. You know, that he was just saying that this was all luck. Look how lucky we are. Look how luck. And and even Wolf goes, well, you know, it's a lot of smart people doing a lot of good calculations. So he goes, no, this is all luck. It's all. It's like a play. And I'm like, dude, shut up. You're making this worse. And I feel like CNN should go, well, thank you. That's all the time we have for you guys. I might just turn them off. <laughs> right. You know, let's go back to the good thrust control guy because he seemed to uh, have some uh, real um, information. So this, you didn't hear anything about that? Oh, no, I have it on my list. Oh, you do? Yeah, it was built by Intuitive Machines mm-hmm. and launched aboard a SpaceX rocket. And they're, it touched down about 180 miles from the lunar south pole, which is of interest to scientists due to its presence of ice, along mm-hmm. with traces of evidence from the early formation of the solar system. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they're going to plan to go back there and, I guess, do something with this material that they left there or they sent there. You know, and I also saw that for a little while they lost contact with this thing. Yeah, they did. So, But I guess then it is, it is operational now. Yes, so you know, we all we we got spoiled, you know, with the all the stuff that went happened in the '60s and, and '70s with all these missions. Mm-hmm. We just got spoiled that it was just easy, and even even space shuttle for a while, and until we had those accidents, people were just getting spoiled with how the stuff always was just easy and normal now. But well, we send people to the International Space Station all the time. Yeah, they go back and forth. But you know, hitting the moon is not that easy. No, I do know that. You got movements; all the parts are moving. It's all luck. It's all luck. Yeah, it's all pure luck. <laughs> you may think it's a giant thing. You can't miss it, right? But, I mean, it's actually, there's a lot of calculations to get that right to end up hitting the moon. Yeah. No, it's, you, there's a lot of people doing a lot of very uh, complicated math. And sometimes the math may be a little bit off, so you have to redo it. <laughs> right. Well, things change. All right. Yeah, we got new math now because we had to move, everything moved over an inch. We can do it all over again. <laughs> So, yeah. So did you see Wendy Williams and her diagnosis? Yeah. That's so, not a, that's not new news. That's not new? Well, what's new is that um she was diagnosed I guess last year, yeah. Yeah. But she has uh there's been a lot of videos out of her just being um not in a good place. Which is sad and I'm like why are we uh letting those videos out? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe this is in the news because I guess there's going to be a two-part documentary, right? 
coming out on Lifetime. But that also goes goes to show you too that but she's under conservatorship. Remember that movie we watched about um, it was Rosamund Pike and Diane Weist, where it was this company that would just find rich old people that didn't, oh yeah, and that would they would get them under conservatorship. Yeah, that, that was that was like it. a docudrama, right? It wasn't like a no documentary. That, no, it was a movie. It yeah, it was just a straight-up movie. Straight-up movie. Right? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't even a doctor right. drama. Yeah. So it was like, oh, could that really happen? Could that really happen? Yeah, it could happen. And so I guess Wendy Williams is under conservatorship, so her own family's having a hard—they're fighting the conservatorship for one, but they're having a very hard time um, getting—being able to talk to her or, or even asking about her condition. They're, she's not, they're not, their family's not even allowed to call and just say, you know, talk to any of the doctors or anything because she's under this conservatorship. Yeah, so I guess she's been under that since 2022. It's not that long That's ago. It's not that long ago when she was deemed susceptible to financial exploitation due to her health problems. Yes. So it's a court-ordered guardianship. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that, in that movie, that was court-ordered guardianship too, right. remember? Yeah, the whole thing was like a, yeah, they were in on it this uh yeah this guardianship bullshit is very scary so and then you know Cher herself is uh trying to get guardianship for her son um because he's now at this age where he's getting payments out from him his father's estate Mm -hmm. and um he's 47 years old and he's uh um it's He's at the age where he's getting hit the large payments from his dad's trust. And um, he is just spiraling with addiction. And so she was trying to get guardianship over him and the court saying no. Court saying he's got a lot of support He's and he's doing better. And, and even Almond's family is supporting Cher, trying to get guardianship. But... Um, her son was able to award it off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, so do you see Cher as the good guy in this story? I see her as the concerned parent. I think that um, the whole idea of guardianship wasn't really that known or seemed like a out until we saw Brittany go through the guardianship. Mm-hmm. Or conservatorship. I shouldn't say guardianship. Well, I it's know they concern- call they call this one a guardianship. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know the this, difference. This she exactly. was a, um, she was trying to get um, conservatorship, just like uh, Brittany's dad did, mm-hmm. over her um, the money that her son is um, is getting because it's a very large sums of money, and they come very quickly. So. Um, she was denied that. But yeah, so um but yeah, so the with the Wendy Williams thing, I was reading that um there her family's having a very hard time, even her son and her um estranged husband are having a very hard time getting being able to get in touch with her. And um like they can't even they know where she is, but if they call they can't go there. And if they call, they um just say she'll call you if she wants to talk to you. So that would be very heartbreaking. So, like, even the like doctors won't talk to them about any. And and I know there's HIPAA laws and stuff, but 
So mm-hmm. that's weird. But if that, what was that movie called? I cannot remember what the name of it was, but it was I, pretty scary. That movie hurt my stomach so bad. Yeah. It's almost like I feel like we should get conservatorship over each other now. Just get it done. <laughs> to get over with. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's uh, Brian Wilson, you know, from the Beach Boys. His um, uh, People are trying to get conservatorship over him after his wife died, you know, because he he's kind of in and out of reality. Mm-hmm. And um, his wife passed. And tell me how much does his wife not look like my best friend? Oh my god, so much. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. It was like, wait, what's she what's she doing in that picture? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing there? But anyway, so um yeah, so conservatorship, guardianships in the news, a lot people either trying to take care of uh people. It's always people with money. <laughs> well, yeah, I know he'd be doing it if it wasn't money involved, yeah. probably. But anyway. What else did you so, run into this week? Um, I ran into that uh, George Santos is suing I Jimmy saw, Kimmel. I saw that. Because <laughs> <laughs> George Santos doesn't like what Jimmy Kimmel paid for a bunch of cameos. And George Santos doesn't like how he used those cameos. Oh, so it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Yep. For tricking him into making videos to be used to ridicule him. George Santos is suing Jimmy Kimmel because Jimmy Kimmel tricked him into making videos to ridicule George Santos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see if that goes anywhere. Oh, Jesus. I mean, there's got to there's gotta be terms of use that he paid for, what his rights were when he got that, when he had him do it, right? I mean... You're saying crazy crap right. for money. You got paid for you got paid for your uh, services. Right, and then if there's no you know sort of contract about how that can be used, the person paid for it, and they can do what they want with it. But I guess we'll see if that works out to be how it works. Yeah, it's funny though. So, um, you know, I told you how I was upset about the whole. Bonnie Willis thing, like she wouldn't be testifying if she didn't have, if she didn't let her let this whole thing happen. But I will say, man, her testimony has totally become a meme. Have you seen that? Oh man, I have. <laughs> it's like that. It's like it's a uh, don't f with me. <laughs> I kind of want, yeah. It's, it's that one picture of her leaning on the in yeah. the witness stand, leaning back, going, "Come at me, bro." <laughs> yeah. You know, but. Grandma, don't play. No. She, uh, you know, she, she kind of told it how it was. But, yeah, but it's not a good look, Fonnie. I mean, come on. Seriously. You know, thing is about some of these businesses, it's very um, incestual. And that, maybe that's the wrong word for it. But, but, you know, a lot of jobs are... That's the only place you meet people because that's the that's right. where you are the whole time. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, still. I, I don't think. Yeah, it's like, a, but still, it's kind of it. You know, it's still like it's it's disappointing, very disappointing. I doubt they have enough of a case here to do much with it, but it's kind <laughs> of the judge. Excuse me. So we'll see what the judge decides because um, 
you know, they probably, you know, from, from what it looks like, they don't have enough of a reason to remove her. But like I said, you just never know what, what the judge might decide. Um, and, and you know, the other thing of this is, this is why I'm so upset about it, why I was so mad about it, because it just keeps pushing aside all the attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Yep. Like it keeps taking the focus off that. Yep. When all this other BS happens. Yep. So they're not, the cases are not getting their day in court, and they probably never will. Yep. Um, and I have one other callback of stuff we talked about last oh, week. Oh, is it Ruby Frank? No, it was having Ruby, Ruby Frank. Frankie? Ruby Frankie. Oh, so a while back we talked about Ruby Frank, and she was a um, influencer. Her and her partner were influencers on modern, they're, they're from Utah, modern child rearing and how you make your child self-sufficient. And, um, you know, like the, one of the examples that was in court is that uh, the school would call and say, oh, your five-year-old forgot her lunch. And she'd go, well, don't feed her. Don't I, So nobody better give her any food. She's never going to learn. Mm-hmm. She's five. She's five. I mean, come on. <laughs> She's five. But it came to light when, you know, and she, so her whole, she had like six. Tough love it. You know, serious yeah, stuff. Six right? million followers. about, And her, it was all about parenting advice and raising a family. And um, she, one of her, her 13-year-old son escaped the house and went to the neighbors and just asked for water. Can I just get some water? And some food, and they took him in and called the police, and um, they arrested her. And uh, so that wasn't that long ago, right? It doesn't well, seem like it. She's already been to trial and already sentenced. Really? Yes. That's super weird. So, you, um, so she had six kids. Okay. Um, two of the kids, I think, are of age or close to age. So, so it was four for four kids. So you want to take a guess of what she got? Well, what was the charge? I mean, a uh, child uh, endangerment and stuff like that. Um, um, well, it's what was triggered that her 12-year-old son, who appeared emancipated at open wounds from duct tape around his extremities, climbed through the window of the house and asked the neighbor for food and water. Then emergency services came and found her 10-year-old daughter in the house, also malnutrition, so I think it was just t- child endangerment, child abuse. Mm-hmm. I don't see the exact. What's it, what's the last name? Charge F R A N K E. She used cayenne pepper and honey to address to dress her son's wounds. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Because she's crazy. She's crazy. But anyway, oh, for aggra- aggravated child abuse, four wow. counts. Okay, so that's a pretty serious. Four, I mean, they're all serious, but I mean, that's aggravated counts. means like it's not like just accidentally. Right. So she got the sentence and her partner in her, um, her partner, not her husband. Her husband's been missing for a while. Okay. You guys probably look in that too, but he's kind <laughs> of out of the picture. But she has a partner in her business, right? So she's gets, she's reserved, she received Four consecutive sentences of 15 years. Wow. So, not concurrent, consecutive. Wow. And so... So... um, So she's going to jail for 60 years. Wow, that's wild. And then, so what happened with the kids? 
Did they find family or oh, I'm sure. fosters I'm sure. or what? I'm sure. So 60 years in prison, I'll this. For what the prosecution described as concentration camp-like child abuse. Uh, uh, this this report says the kids are in the care of child and family services, so yeah. looking for foster care, I guess. And the uh, father has been separated for many for more than a year at the time of her arrest. And his lawyer, I don't know, I don't know if he's trying to get custody or not. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it is crazy that that case would happen that fast too. Like you say, those yeah, that's a, I was surprised. Forever. I was surprised that yeah, it happened that fast. But um, uh, but yeah, I'm wondering what all the um, people who supported that channel. That they, you know, all her quote-unquote fans, how well, they felt about this. Yeah, and we've had a lot of discussions about this whole influencer universe and how it's just terrible for the planet. I mean, now being an influencer, like like the a bunch of stuff with Instagram, right? There's a new report about that, that um, all these moms were posting their kids' pictures, trying to turn their kids into influencers. And then these kids would be, those photos would be abused and used uh, on on other sites, being resold. Um, and you know, it's just like parents. You're the freaking parent. What are you thinking? And then there were other people were mad that Facebook and Instagram didn't, or you know, Meta didn't stop it. But it's like it's the parents doing it, so it's <laughs> a little bit hard for Facebook. I, I can feel a little bit for the Meta side, being like, "Well, this parent thinks it's okay. What do you want us to do?" You know, kind of thing. I mean, I can see that a bit but i mean what is going on that an influencer has been become that like uh exalted as a role okay where have you been where have you been Influ- on planet earth but no not with you, the apparently you have not because the influencers you know there's this is the only way to get this is the way to advertise now there's not there's not commercials on tv anymore because nobody watches tv no one watches commercials that's okay stop so they have like this is how you advertise stuff there are people that do nothing but laundry all day with all their laundry products and people watch that shit well that's what i'm saying though is that um but yeah i get that and and there's also though but but i'm saying like there was another study about this that were like um you know these people because it's become this thing that like somehow we can all do it you know, somehow you can do it. Like you can take yeah. this path and become an influencer. And so all these people are trying it. And there's just this massive amount of depression and self lo- self-loathing about this. And it didn't matter. Like people that said, oh, I only have 2,000 followers and I'm really sad. Or people have people said, I only have 40,000 followers. I'm really sad. I only have 1 million followers. I'm really sad. It didn't actually make any difference. They had the exact same set of emotions because like there's no end like it never ends there's no number that's going to fill the hole in their lives you know in terms of number of followers they have right so you saw these exact same emotions whether they were crying about only having 2000 followers or crying about whether they only had 2 million followers and it didn't change like the hole in your life is not how many followers you have buddy yeah it is <laughs> it's not though because it there's no end it is that's how you get paid Okay, but I'm saying it's but I'm saying it goes way beyond the ones trying to get paid or not trying to right. get paid. Is that there was it never you were never satisfied. Like I'm going to be successful around the next bend. It was like there was always another mark. And no matter how far you got, you were you were upset. 
about it because you didn't weren't somebody else was bigger than you, right? And it, it's just like it's a horrible, um, you know, mental illness situation going on, uh, or like a malady in, in our psychology as a as a as a as a species at this point. All these people that believe being an influencer is so freaking important enough that the parents would basically endanger their children in order to see if they could become an try to make them an influencer. Sorry, I got. I was ranting a little. <laughs> Your dog doesn't like you yelling at me. Well, I really, she looks pretty comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just like you know. And, and I, there was another study about that um, came out from um, uh, Pew Research about how people use TikTok, and it's like there, there's nothing new here. People use TikTok the same way they they have used all these other services. Like, there's nothing that unique about TikTok in terms of how people use it, which is kind of surprising. I thought they. If they're going to do this big report, they'd have some kind of a bullet point at the beginning saying, here's this shocking thing we discovered. Nope, there's nothing <laughs> shocking about people how people use TikTok. It's exactly the same. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so, yes. well, the thing I was going to circle back to, that's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a cool story. But the thing I was going to circle back to. It's not to, a cool story, by the way. Well, I mean, it was an interesting story. Let's put it that way. But we're, I'm glad that just, like, the wheels of justice turned quickly. Yeah, it's a tragic and sad story. And, but those children are never going to. Oh no, no, no! It's it's a, it's just going to be a rough path for those yes. kids. I mean, people do recover from that, but it's going to be tough. Yes. But the story I was going to circle back to was the Hunter Biden um, and FBI informant guy. <laughs> and I think when we talked about that, that and brought that up last time, it wasn't yet as clear as it is now that he is. This was a story introduced by Russia. Right. And that he's essentially a double agent working with the FBI and Who Russia. Is? The guy, the Smirnoff. You made the way you were saying that, you made it sound like Hunter was. Oh no, sorry. The Smirnoff guy that Smirnoff. got arrested, the FBI informant. Who they took back into custody, by the way. Right, because I was saying last time, well, if it's only F lying to the FBI, that's no big deal. They won't uh, worry about that. But oh no, when you're also a double agent <laughs> talking to Russia, yeah, they no. worry about that. They Plus, when a, you're a citizen of Israel and have a passport and you can leave whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, no that dude's going back to jail. He was taken back in custody. Well, it, Russia would kill him in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, the, right. Some of it is now Now he's in protective custody because of that. Right. right. So, um, so. Jail, please. <laughs> but I mean, you know, so, but, but the, we're sort of dropping the ball on this, that the fact that this whole story that the Republicans ran with is a Russia story. Oh, Hunter's Biden's still being uh, questioned. Right. And what I'm saying, and, and so there's a lot of questions. Instead of asking, I mean, fine, you should keep working with the Hunter Biden thing. There may be fire where there's some smoke, but obviously you just lost a huge one. No, one the, of the smoker, you just put the smoker right, in jail. Right. The biggest fire just went to, is going to go to jail here, right? That's the, was the biggest story they had. But, uh, there might be other stuff too, and obviously Hunter Biden still has his own thing going on with the gun and the drugs. We and could all go that. right back to what we said too. Hunter Biden is not a great right, person, exactly. But what's being missed here is there should be a whole new investigation on what did they know and when did they know it about this guy being right, being a liar, connecting to Russia, connected to Russia, and being oh, a liar. Yeah, right. They probably knew this was bogus a long time ago. Yeah. When did they know? And when did they know it was Russia influenced? And why did they continue it at that there, point? That nothing that'll never come to the light of day. Well, I'm saying that's an investigation that needs to happen. And to, to, to call that as just like a red scare, no, that's a real thing. We should be concerned about this. Because Russia's going to try to influence. And Russia doesn't really care who wins that much, although, you know, it's clear they were happier with Trump than um, than um, Hillary that first time. But they also were pumping for, for Bernie. So there wasn't like, 
they were only, they're more worried about, they're more interested in just, you know, just mixing the mess up, just muddying the waters and, and making our whole, and, and basically flooding the zone, as bad, uh, uh, Bannon calls it, with BS, right? That's their main thing. They just want to make us lose faith in our institutions because those institutions are a huge threat to Russia, right? Because they want us to be, you know, they don't, they don't want democracy to be a success around the world because that means that... Our institutions are seriously lacking. Sure, of course. It's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a impro- in, imperfect system for an imperfect world. It's still better than the other things. Not better than yes, the options. I'm just saying that there. I'm not so convinced that you know we used to have the the best spies in the world, the best uh, everything, the best the mo- the best intelligence. The best. Of, we're getting shitty intelligence, and that and shitty intelligence is getting wait. I mean, this guy got got through on this. Right, he's been an FBI informant for years, and at some point, it looks like he was like a legit giving good information. At some point, he got like turned by Russia. Turned. Turned, yeah, he got turned by Russia and became basic, essentially a double agent. And he's been a double agent for like a while. And like you say, so now he's going to have to be in protective custody because, yeah, the Russians wouldn't want now, you know, obviously don't want that information coming out. So, but, you know, this is where, you know, and of course, it also circles back to, but, you know, to where you were going with institutions. Yeah, institutions are under threat, but our institutions, and I'm talking about institutions like voting and, you know, in mm-hmm. elections and the judicial shifts. Can I say that word? I remember. And I'm I, not I, even I, drinking today. I messed that up last time. <laughs> judicial system. Judicial system. Yeah. You know, in these kind of institutions, right? And, you know, if we keep attacking those and tearing them down, what's the alternative? Those are going to be hard to rebuild. Right. And you don't rebuild them usually, right? You just, things just fall apart. You know, this, it's never worked well to tear all that stuff down. It never worked well for any, any, any in, in the past you know, sort of long as civilization has been around and society's been around. That has never been a good, that has never worked out well when you've done that, right? Um, so, you know, the fact that, but that's what Russia wants, right? Russia wants to just keep muddying the waters, make us feel, you know, like like you can't trust anything. And, and if you can't trust anything, then you can trust their disinformation just as much as anything else. You know, and that comes back to a big piece of this to me is, you know, we just have to be better at at how we, you know, evaluate information like where did this come from what are these sources and you know how are you going to vet vet these sources and 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 find but not without falling into the trap of saying well you just can't believe anything right 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 because that's not a good path no no it's not yeah sorry all right i did it again (laughs) i went on a rant again (laughs) that's okay we're supposed to go on a rant this is what this is for yeah This is what we're here for. All right. So what else? Just keep up your good thrust control so that you don't um, <laughs> yeah. go too far the wrong way. Well, you know our our uh, friend Ken Paxton of uh, the Texas Attorney General, right? Right. Yeah. What's happening with him now? Uh, so I I did not know this. <laughs> so that he's um, he still has a uh, he's still facing ninety nine years in prison right now to. Um, Fraud for felony security frauds, and that's been shadowing him for a decade. That's finally going to court. So he asked the judge to throw it out, and the judge said, Absolutely not. So he's going to um, see on, on Friday. So this is from the AP, okay? 
So a um, reliable source. Right. So on Friday, which was a, a week ago Friday, the um, Ken Paxton attempts to throw out felony securities fraud charges that have shadowed the Republican for nearly a decade. The decision by the state district judge, Andrea Beal, keeps Paxton on track uh, for an April 15th trial on those charges that he duped investors in a tech startup. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know he had that. Uh, so when they say this, you know, faces up to 99 years. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's almost never that. He but pleaded, that still could mean prison. He like pleaded he could go guilty. To prison I know, but remember they he he didn't. They tried to impeach him, and he and they they voted. The Republicans voted not to impeach him because right. he molested young girls. He got them drunk and had sex with young girls. But that's okay. It's okay. Apparently, yeah. Texas fight, thinks that's okay. Well, but so, but he was he was never convicted of that. Anymore. Nope. No. Nope. Well, he was they that that didn't go on trial. That was just for his impeachment. They were trying to right, impeach right, him right. for that. But yeah. I mean, he didn't have a civil case or anything about yeah. that. So thing. this these charges have been pending for eight years. Right. So. But I didn't know that. Uh, he did a. It's that's going to become a um, Elizabeth. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, and I guess there's another. He's some of the, oh, Elizabeth. What? What's her name? The girl who did. Um, she's in jail now. Oh, Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he Elizabeth Holmes some people. Yeah, it looks like it. But like you say, there's actually these other pending cases too that, that he's still he's still under investigation by the feds for some of these things related to what they were trying to impeach him for. So some of that might turn into more as well. Um, you can, know, if can you find, hear a little snorty here? I can. Yeah. Um, interesting. Did you know that he was up for securities fraud? I remember there was stuff about it, but I didn't like, you know, we always talk about how it takes forever to work through these cases. So it was one of these things like, oh, tell me when something uh, happens. Yeah, ask uh, Frank about that. Her case took weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird, right? That was like, what? Those don't, that doesn't happen. Right. So that's super weird that that just got pushed through that fast like that. But yeah, so that's interesting. So this, they're actually going to, it sounds like it will go to trial in a couple months. Yeah. See April 15th. You know, it's funny that a lot of these guys, it's like the old, uh, you know, what was the the gangster guy that finally went to jail for tax fraud? Like he murdered a bunch of people that couldn't get him for any Al of those Capone. things. Al Capone. Like you finally get caught for something else and end up in. And he died of super syphilis. Yeah, I think so. He died of some. <laughs> syphilis. It was, was it syphilis? Yeah, yes. he died of, died of something like that. Yeah. The question is, did he get syphilis in jail? Right. Or, or out of jail? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Um, all right. So, uh, all right. What, anything else on your list? Yeah, I got uh, some other stuff. I'll throw us, throw something. So, you know, we've had some terrible weather. A lot of there's, rain. There's a lot well, of wind. Actually, there's a, there's terrible weather all over the world right now. But, um, so because of the near record tailwinds, um, over the Northeast has pushed passenger planes, the speed of over 800 miles per hour. Really? Yes. 800 ground speed, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's, that's fast. Crazy. That's very fast. Yeah. That's smoking. Yes. Yes. 
I think that's kind of scary. Well, they're going the same speed in the air. They're still going whatever, 600-something in the air, or if that. Okay, don't try. No, no, no. Don't try to. Don't try to mansplain this. <laughs> God damn it. I'm looking at the article. They went 800 miles per hour in the air. Because the don't tailwind was stop, pushing Because the tail was pushing them, right. right. They're still going through the air at 600-something. I'm telling you right now, the judge is going to see. You're going to punch me. The judge is going to see it my way. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my God. So is my ticket price going to go down because I can get get there faster? No. (laughs) No. You're lucky the door stays on. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Although the wind amount is exactly the same. Oh, my God. (laughs) The highest um, wind speed ever recorded at similar altitude was um, on December 6, uh, 2002. Mm -hmm. The 707 reached a maximum ground speed of 802 miles an hour, surpassing the speed of sound. Wait, wait, say that, read, read that. The Boeing back. 787 reached a maximum ground speed of 802 miles per hour, surpassing the speed of sound, which is 767 miles per hour. Right, but they did say ground speed there. <sighs> <laughs> Who wants them? <laughs> I'll put them Doodle. on the porch in a, in a box. Come get them. <laughs> porch, porch pickup. <laughs> So a China China airline flagged a a speed of 826 miles per hour last month. Wow. So this is is crazy. I think we're... How fast did the Concorde go? I go with the Mach 2. What the fuck is Mach 2? I'm not asking you what the Mach 2 is. Well, you just gave me the speed of sound, so it's twice that. So, so it's 800 15, miles an hour. 15, 15, 15 1520, miles an hour. 34 miles. Yeah, and I think it went a little above that. So, yeah, it went a little faster than that. Depending, depending on the wind. <laughs> depending on the wind. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that I found that very interesting. Yeah, that but is you found it an opportunity to make <laughs> me feel dumb, and I don't like that. Did not, I do not like it. Nope, sir. And then um, the Tim Ballard thing is going through. Okay, Tim Ballard, in case you guys don't remember, this is also a callback. Yeah. Tim Ballard did the Sound of Freedom about the. Um, well, tra- they, he's about him. It's supposed to be about him. What? He's not the only one that did it, but yeah. No. He, the movie's supposed to be about him. And um, we talked before about how he um, talked all these people into doing all this stuff in the name of uh, Operation Underground Railroad to free right. these kids. Right, and that's kids. the big thing. It's this Operation Under, Under, Underground Railroad thing supposed to be this way to protect kids and what, what this right. show, movie's about. Right, but he spent a lot of time getting young assistants and taking them on these trips and telling them that in order for them to uh, do their uh, research on the trafficking, they had to act like a married couple and... In, in all ways of that was. But anyway, so um, 
the one thing, so it, none of it's looking good for him. It's all looking bad. It's also a woman who's suing him because there's more than one. There's a six of them. Well, this is I think on a different on a different point because oh. she says she I guess she was in the movie. She was depicted in the film, and she's suing him because her portrayal is defamatory and slanderous. Oh, okay. Thank you, Eugene Carroll, making a. You have to be truthful about people. Yeah, so she's, she's. I guess she was portrayed as a villain in the movie, and she's doing him. Good. Well, apparently the judge asked him about um, this book that's coming out about him that uh, that he supposedly wrote. And when they kept asking him about things in the book, he kept going, well, this book is ghostwritten. I don't know what's in it. Oh, I know. Yeah, good <laughs> luck with that, that as a defense. Yeah, the judge didn't like that. No. Well, when you you put into um, into evidence here, you're the one. Your lawyer is the one that put into evidence this that. manuscript that you said was a final version of your book. And and you put your name on it and right. signed off on it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so what if it's ghostwritten? I get it. Okay, fine. But you can't now tell me that the book that you put into evidence is uh, is full of lies. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, or that it's full of lies, and it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of these people suing, too, and I, I I don't want to make fun of any of these people because this is this is a mess, and this is ugly, and all we're doing is making, um, taking advantage of people. But one of the women that they keep talking about is his psychic, and I keep going, gosh, can you guys now see that while psych, the psychic fell for all this can she she still calls herself a psychic yeah <laughs> check check that give her a call see if she knows what's going to happen next she won't take my call she knows i'm calling but <laughs> but i just like going oh can you do this woman a favor and drop the psychic because they're just get, opening her up for all kinds of ridicule and we just ridiculed her yeah you know and she was uh had to be a part of the so-called couple's ruse and, you know, make um, pretend that whoever he wanted to be with, oh, yeah, that's his wife. It's, so, a, it's just, it's an ugly, ugly mess. And there's pages and pages and pages of testimony here. And um, none of it is. None of it's good. Yeah, and he and several folks, I guess, have been kicked out of this underground railroad thing, Operation Underground Railroad. And it still exists, though. And they do have a new, they they did check, you know, put new people in. It's got a new CEO. So it's not like it's shutting down. And the question is, is it going to be less illegitimate this time? Like, I mean, why wouldn't you shut it down and start over? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why that, that name is tainted. Yeah, and, and the fact, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so of course they're saying that it's all, you know, it's just, um, you know, a, a an attack, uh, you know, it's a witch hunt kind of thing. He submitted a book that he said <laughs> was done, that he said he wrote, and then when they question about parts of the book, he says, oh, that book was ghostwritten, that's not true. Well, this is your manuscript that you submitted as evidence. Well, that's the dumbest defense in the history of defenses. I mean, for him to say that is the stupidest thing he could possibly. The judge must have just almost wanted to hit him with a stick. I mean, that's ridiculous. 
I think his lawyer would want to smack him in the back yeah, of the head. Yeah, right. So was right. Was this the is the lawyer this much of an idiot? They think that would work, or is it he come up with that brilliant idea himself? <laughs> he came up with that brilliant idea himself. But anyway. So Vice Media filed for bankruptcy. <gasps> May- no. So they they actually did that in May 2023, but now they're going to stop publishing content on the news site, and they're going to cut hundreds of jobs. I loved Vice. You know, a lot of people did. A lot of people liked it. And I guess it's not totally dead. I don't know. If they're not publishing content on the news site, what are they doing? (laughs) I don't know exactly what else they do. I really liked it. All right, so what what, okay, so, what else you got? So um, last week, here's another callback. Okay. We're so good at these callbacks now. We're doing, our, following up on stories. All kind of follow-up. The, the news should probably do this, right? Now, these two stories aren't um, connected, but I say they are connected. Okay. <laughs> so um, I did not ghostwrite them, <laughs> but, but anyway. So, you know, um, we talked before about how AT&T doesn't want to um, – doesn't want to provide landline service anymore. Mm-hmm. We that was I think that was just last week we talked about that. Right. Uh, AT and T had a huge oh, right. nationwide outage of their of their cell service. And a bunch of the conspiracy theory people <laughs> thought that this was the beginning of the storm. <laughs> and they were even saying stuff like, "Oh, this is great because you know Trump's going to give us free cell phones for life." No, he's not. Boy, where'd that plan come from? <laughs> Well, my point is, is that the one thing you did, you preferred the landlines, and now you can't, you said, we're only going right. to do this. Apparently, you can't do that. Right. You can't, you can't do that either. Yeah. But authorities are investigating on what, what happened on this outage. Yeah, because AT&T said something like, oh, that was just a typo, you know, like a mistake. A typo? Made. A mistake was made in the configuration. A typo? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> something like that. It's like, yeah, someone should probably look into that a little deeper. Cell phones were um, out for 11 hours for more than um, almost 100,000 customers. Yeah, and I don't remember how all that works about what's considered a certain size. Outage of above a certain size, you know, automatically gets, you know, including Including 911. Uh, well, that's that's the other big problem. Yeah, nobody has landlines or anything anymore, so... Yeah, if you don't have that, then you don't have not. Nobody has nine one one either. The FCC is investigating. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but I do find that it, I do find it odd that you're petition you're petitioning to not provide services, right? And then the service that you say you're going to provide goes yeah. down, right? It just goes away. I thought it was for more than hundred thousand people. I thought they it were was. saying it, it was, was probably for like, is like I don't know a whole chunk of the country, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just reading the headline. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you want to finish with? Oh, my God. You're always pushing me to finish. Um, <laughs> come up with something to finish. A good one? Um, yes, I do. All right. Let's do it. Do you remember eating these foods? I don't know. Let's see. What are they? Um, st- uh, Kellogg's Strawberry Danish Rings. Um, Doesn't ring a bell. Nope. Never heard of it. Kugel. Uh, that sounds kind of like something. What is that? That's the uh, flavored peanut butter. But it was chocolate or banana or vanilla peanut butter in a jar. 
I remember like the swirl kind of peanut butter that had jam in it already. Like you make it. Oh yeah. And but that I don't. That was goober. That. Yeah, maybe that know. was goober. I don't know for sure either. But no, I don't seem to remember that. Um, do you remember Muggo lunch? No. What's that? It's basically macaroni and cheese. You just add hot water to, and so and um, you got lunch in a mug. Oh, I see. It's like it's, it's, it's like cup, cup of soup. soup. It's yeah. like cup of soup, but yeah. it's mac and cheese. Do you remember banana flip? Nope. What's that? It's a banana flavored Twinkie. Okay. Well, and I go. So what, are these? What's the point? I mean, what? Is these it? were these were these were very popular. Oh, they were. I was going to say, were these flops or oh, these are no, popular no, no. They, well, they're obviously flops. They're not here anymore. No, but I mean, yeah, well, they were one hit wonder. They were only popular for like a day or you know, <laughs> a day. No, so these were these were actually popular for a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember eating these, and I remember that I can still taste them. I can still remember the texture. Space food sticks. Oh yeah, I ate those things. Yeah. Yeah, they've got snack pack on here, and I'm saying I can go to the store and get as much snack pack as I want right now. This is not a food that went away. What do they mean by snack pack? And the that? pudding, pudding cups. Oh, okay, pudding cups. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that it's just it's just not named that anymore. Right. I mean, I didn't even know it wasn't named. I think we go to the store, we still call them snack packs. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they are. Yeah. Swanson's TV dinners. You don't get those anymore. No, I, I can remember those things. Yeah, that was that was babysitter night. We got we got TV dinners on babysitter. We got babysitter. Night. Uh, we a babysitter night too. And don't you remember they tasted metallic? Uh, well, it tasted so weird, and you still no, wanted it, it for some metallic. reason because you never got it. Yeah, and they would have that that like lava hot apple turnover <laughs> thing in it. <laughs> Did you see that meme of some guy shoveling lava <laughs> and and. Uh, so we put it there, mining McDonald's apple pies. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I mean, those things in those those turnover things, were they were the same thing, man. That was, you were, you were definitely going to burn, burn your mouth on that stuff. <laughs> um, hamburger helper. Yep. I do remember that. Yeah. My mom made a lot of hamburger helper. Uh, I don't know why you need the hamburger <laughs> helper. It's pretty good on its own. Yeah. Um, and Aspen soda. Hamburger Helper is like stone soup. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like stone you're bringing all soup. the ingredients yourself. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. That's funny. But I had a couple other stories, but we can save till next week. All right. All right. Uh, and I did see that Beyonce became the first black woman to top Billboard country music chart. Yeah. With, with the single... Um, I forget what it's called. Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. But, and now there's two other black women who are ha- throwing a fit going, um, we're on the charts. I was going to say. We're on the charts. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that sounds wrong. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. And like you said, it, that song's only kind of barely country to me. It's it's pretty country. I guess so. And it's, it's fine. There's I mean, already fine. a line dance I'm not, for I'm it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not mad about it. There's already a line dance for it. Oh, of course there is. Although those freaking people will line dance to freaking anything. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> why, are you, why are you hating on line dancing? Well, because we're like at a different kind of band and a different kind of club. And all of a sudden, they take over the freaking dance floor, the stupid line dancing. Are you sorry? We, we were all dancing here. What's going on with the line dancing? We don't need that. <laughs> David doesn't play well with others. <laughs> No, but right. there's also news that, you know, uh, that she's not a very nice person, which I've never, I haven't heard before. 
Uh, yeah, did I you that she's like a? I haven't really heard. I mean, I would not be surprised by it. I mean, but when you're, you know, leave Beyonce alone. <laughs> yeah, leave Beyonce alone. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't really heard that. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Um, lots of uh, kind of funky little stories. We didn't have a nice fun list this time. Oh yeah, you did, did the food list. Excuse the food list. me. I had no list. I had like couldn't find any good lists anywhere. I like the funky food list. Excuse me. All right. So we had had. Uh, Andrew, voice of Tara, Cecilia, Brian, Daryl, Terry, Doobie, uh, Dr. Robert Goodman, Anthony, Angelina, the fake imposter, Mike White, Elias, and John X with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining. And we will sign off on Wisdom and Yurks Radio. Love you. Love you.